0: Hit him with a grand introduction. All right. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's your hobby, David St. Clair Speaks. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks Show. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speak Show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the St. Clair Speak Show podcast. I'm your host, Yahavi St. Clair. Guys, today's special guest is a very special guest. I am sitting here today with Leslie Robinson, founder and CEO of Transformation Games. Leslie, how are we doing today?
1: I'm great. Thank you. How are you?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Leslie, I'm doing well. Can't complain. Leslie, you're looking great. Blue is my favorite color. I'm not feeling blue at all. We are glowing together in this light. Leslie, tell us. also
1: peaceful and calming and yeah, all kinds of things.
0: Yes. Leslie, tell us, tell us a little bit more about you, what you do and uh, how'd you get on this path today?
1: So my company, Transformation Games, was born out of 30 years of working as a social worker and program director and innovator, visionary in underserved minority communities, failing inner city schools, prisons, working with schizophrenic populations and homeless shelters, foster care, running residences for homeless young adults, running a poetry project at Rikers Island, Uh, my own childhood trauma, 30 years of my own uh, therapy, personal therapy, along with um, me being a psychoanalyst. So, uh, you know, there's very little out here, if anything, for us all to get really deep with each other and to have a safe space where we get to really talk for real about our difficult experiences and our joys and our dreams and just have really, really deep transformative conversations. So. The need is, is huge. I developed my company to address that need and to create all different products and services to fill it. So I have an inclusion board game called Keep It Real. And this is in over a thousand colleges, hundreds of boys and girls clubs, recovery high schools, high schools, organizations. And it brings people deep into their hearts with each other across all divides so that they really open up and listen and care and form friendships across all races, cultures, um, that last forever. And um, it's, it's, it's the, they're all created so that anybody can facilitate them. You, need, you don't need training, you just get the games, you can run your own groups. Um, the newest group I developed with former gang leaders and people in gangs is Streets. And this is just, just out. Um, it's used to help deal with trauma. And you can use it with your families with communities all the games have a mixture of deep and funny so there's laughter there's tears you speak to your comfort level i have veteran reintegration i was a reintegration specialist with the department of defense so i have a peer-to-peer that's nationwide in all branches of the service couples which is super important because there's a lot of challenges for military couples as all couples, but even more so um, when people go away, like in prison or, or the military, and it helps them bridge back the gaps in that relationship and become sources of support for each other. And finally, um, in the line of duty, which is a police dialogue game to help officers to talk about the experiences they're having and the traumas they're dealing with to help reduce stress level and uh, you know, hopefully keep them on the right track. Um, I have a whole bunch of others in development, content ready, but the whole idea is for us to heal together.
0: I want to dive right into it. You mentioned heal together. So what sparked this level of innovation to you to be that inspiration to change the world with these games?
1: Well, I guess, I mean, through 30 years of my own therapy, I could never have any of those conversations outside the therapy office. Right. So, you know, thank God I had my therapist, but it didn't make sense to me that we go through life with so many people dealing with trauma, so many people dealing with pain, who can't even share it with their friends, who can't even on any level share it with people in their own lives. With these games, you know, if you've never shared that way, you're going to say much more than you ever did. And as time goes on, open up more and more and more as you learn that it feels good, it's not so frightening because a lot of people are really, really scared of it. We learn, we're trained to be scared of ourselves and of our feelings and of our emotions and and of talking about anything that's real. And there's terrible fallout for that. There's a huge suicide rate, drug addiction, all, all kinds of addictions that come out of that fear. So because of my own experience and having many people in my own life take their life in my twenties, I was like, you know, there's gotta be some. And, and I'm driven, I'm driven by my, my gaming, (laughs) you know, um, I work around the clock seven days a week, have for many years and I'm just driven to reduce pain and suffering for people.
0: Well, yeah, you know, it, of course it starts with, identifying those trauma points right from i'm going to use me as an example i didn't know how bad my mental health was until i really started listening to myself I'm like wait why are you having these thoughts right but this happens right uh you know through time and turbulence us as human beings we go through these traumatic experiences like oh maybe either losing a job or losing a loved one or the uncontrollable sometimes happens but what what happens of course is uh time goes on and mentally we're all out of whack we're all out of place because what happened back in say in august mentally to get us right back on track does not necessarily work till october so what are you seeing in terms of you know people that are you know uh I won't even say playing these games because I don't I can't even say it's a playing you're playing a game but what are you seeing from uh, uh, the performance productivity from people who have used these games in the past, right in terms of their elevation in months to come
1: so a few of the games are uh, this are evidence based to include the prison reenter game used in over eighty prisons. Um, one of the staff members said the outcomes are astounding and irrefutable there 's tons of testimonials on the website, but you know, basically, people say it breaks down the walls of isolation from within, so that they can share with each other in a way that heals. Um, but that, in a nutshell, you know, one person from Angola said, "Louisiana State Pen said it helps us to grow with and because of one another." And I think that really sums it up. Helps people to grow with and because of one another. So th- that's really the outcome. Um, helps people feel connected, like people care about them. Um, I mean, just that, those are the main things. It's an act of love. I mean, listening deeply and it creates a space where peace, people listen really, really deeply to, to each other.
0: Practicing self-love is uh, definitely uh, a step in the right direction in terms of just, you know, becoming uh, the healthiest version of yourself. Uh, this pandemic, right, has really forced I would say life to be at a standstill for, for some and for some of us, it put us in a position where it showed us everything that we, that we have to offer, also all the things that we need to work on it as well. Uh, one of the things that I've learned from me personally, and this is how, of course, me and Leslie met, um, one of my skills, of course, is speaking, right? One of the things that I've launched because of the pandemic is the St. Clair Speak Show podcast inspired by self-improvement and entrepreneurship. So, of course, me and Leslie connected prior to uh, my Fiverr webinar a couple weeks back. And it it just really just goes to show, I don't want to say uh, the the level of uh, innovation, because prior to all of this with the pandemic and everything going on, I was, of course, uh, selling tickets just to get by. But all just the people that I've connected with as of recently, and especially Leslie, I want to say, Leslie, in the short time of me knowing you you have been influential in a way that you don't even i don't even i can't even say that you you can't even imagine but it just really makes me use my platform in the right light and shedding light on things that really matter and uh things that we often uh i won't say we step on eggshells about or uh, afraid to address but it it is it, it is a topic that needs to be talked about it is october right it is mental health awareness we're talking about Uh, mental health awareness, because you're never going to be successful in business if you're mentally unstable.
1: Or in life, or in your relationships with your kids, with your partner, with, right? I mean, we all have struggles. (laughs) We all have struggles. But here's a way to, you know, we have to have more ways to deal with them. and This is is one of them that anybody can just use. Most people are not interested in therapy for all kinds of reasons, many of them valid um so there's got to be there's got to be innovation
0: and this is where i think you know, where your games come in, it makes sense because it makes everyone comfortable. Everyone could do this no matter what age, no matter if you're five, six, seven, because at the end of the day, no matter what age you're mentally, you're going to feel, you might feel anxiety at 90. You might feel anxiety at the age of nine, right? So uh, what Leslie is trying to make, you know, you play, you could play these games in the comfort of your home. You could play them in school. Uh, really get to know yourself because we're evolving and we're changing every day. Uh, you know, just because someone is successful and I could, again, I'm going to use me for example. uh, One of the things that kind of like spiked up was of course, during this pandemic, uh, my recent success, but there was this anxiety and it came in a wave that I felt like I had to perform for myself, but no one was putting that on me, but me, but it's just me just being aware mentally of what's going on. So that's to the point that, just really paying attention to what's going on mentally.
1: Well, transitions, even if they're good, are very, very difficult to navigate. And they bring up all kinds of blocks, all kinds of feelings that we have to move through. Even the most success can destroy people. There's uh, an article called Wrecked by Success. Some people can't handle it. You know?
0: Oh, man, it's crazy because it is so, it's so, you know, you get to this point for me personally, I I really I really grinded and grit to this point from out the streets. I forced myself into networking events. Hey, Yahavi St. Clair. hey, Yahavi St. Clair, to get to this point, then it's just, wow, I didn't expect this, right? Then you know you start to doubt yourself and all these things come into play. But it it's okay to uh of course have these emotions, but you want to identify these emotions, you want to do something about it. So uh Leslie. Uh, for these games, are, are there days where you find yourself playing these games yourself where it's like, ah, you know what? You know what? Let me, let me test this out. Let me give this a run for myself. See how I'm feeling. Oh,
1: I played them all many, many times. I've done workshops all over the country. Well, before the pandemic, you know, the physical, we're doing workshops all over constantly and traveling about three times a month. Um, did workshops. I trained all the uh, counselor supervisors at Rikers Island with, with this They use them in all their adult programs by doing workshops in maximum security, which is one of the most powerful experiences anybody's ever gonna have. Um, So yeah, uh, it's my favorite thing in the world to do because people get really incredibly deep and it's an honor to hear people really talk about their struggles, like enormous struggles in a way that is so inspirational, so powerful, just tears your heart out. And they're still here, and they're still trying, and it makes you see the best in people, right? Most people think you have a struggle. There's something wrong when people talk about their struggles with these games. It's like beautiful. It's like you can really relate, and 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 you can see how much strength it takes, right, to get through what so many people have gotten through
0: it's a lot it's again it it is turbulence off experience something traumatic happens sometimes we don't know how to respond to that right your emotions are out of control i don't want to say the world's out of control but again this goes back to the conversation that we had the other day leslie you know, there's the uncontrollable. There's all these things happening around us, and it's so hard to cut off that outside noise. And you really can't hear your own voice. And then when you hear your voice, your voice is telling you something you don't want to hear, and you just don't know what's going on anymore. And what, what what we're trying to say to you guys today is really really hone in on um, hone in on what's going on. Pay attention to your surroundings, your thoughts. And you can control your thoughts. Uh, I read this book. Someone actually recommended this book when I was a personal trainer. And I read it uh, last year, The Power of Positive Thinking by uh, Dr. Uh, Vincent Peale. Mm -hmm. Incredible book. And The Power of Your Subconscious Mind um, by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Those two books changed my way of thinking. Mm. Changed my way of thinking. Because I did not know Leslie, I was such a fearful person. And I operated more with scarcity till Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was working with this realtor a couple months ago and he asked me this question. He said, Yahavi, do you have a scarcity mentality or abundance mentality? For some reason I couldn't let go of the question because I kept questioning, do I have a scarcity mentality or abundance mentality?
1: I think many of us operate out of fear, Mm -hmm. especially if we come from not having enough of, all different things of love, of money, of resources. There's a terror, right? I mean, it's not, it's beyond fear. It's hard to break that and move into an abundance (laughs) mentality. It's not an easy thing to do.
0: It it, it really is, um, it's crazy because I saw, there was this meme and I see memes all the time. Uh, about you know uh, a father and a mother and you know of course the mo- the father takes on the same the same stress as the mother does, but um, you know last year of course being a dad for the first time I just became a dad last year right so I have this uh, new just new brand new life the creating a business being a stay at home dad raising a daughter right and when of course seeing seeing life from a female's perspective, when you've seen life from uh, the male's perspective for 29 years, it's just again, it's the new new levels of anxiety as a parent right So you have all these new thoughts and this is why this episode is extremely important for the new parents out there that are transitioning into parenthood for the first time. You know I Leslie, this is one of my I would say trauma definitely, more so trauma uh, when I was younger, but everything of course makes sense now. When I was younger, I always grew up questioning, but I always had that chip on my shoulder, Mm -hmm. but I always had something to prove. So when I got to the point of being a dad, I I knew right off the bat, I was gonna be an incredible father, right off the bat. But I did not know the level of anxiety would spike to this point, Mm -hmm. but it's so true for new parents.
1: So I have a platform of free online games. There's 10 free games called COVID19CPR.com, COVID19CPR.com. There's Lost in Remembrance. There's Coronavirus Emotional Rescue. There's a couple's love game. There's a bunch of mini games of the games I have on there, healthcare workers. Um, so you can play everybody who's listening. But aside from that, um, I'm working on, hopefully I can get it financed, a, a social network platform with about 50 to 100 games. One of them will be parenthood. So you can just like house party, get on with a bunch of people, have all the questions. You can start discussing about very deep issues around what you're dealing with with parenthood, with, you know, the one for women, one for, for men. One. So every issue you can think of there'll be a game where you can get on this network. And that's what I'm working towards. Not easy. Putting out really good stuff in this world is very hard. Um, a lot of you know junk gets financed and it's very hard to get something real financed. but I'm working on that folks.
0: <laughs> so. And this is an exciting thing about this is uh, this is where the community comes in. This is where the support comes in. When me and Leslie actually had our, we had a consultation meeting about a couple of days ago, and, you know, after, during the meeting, I was like, you know what, let's see. I think what makes more sense is to bring you on to the St. Clair Special podcast. And let's talk about it here. Let's talk about mental health awareness. Let's talk about transformation games. Let's talk about the power of your mind. Let's talk about the power of positive thinking. Let's talk about uh, the the level that you could take your mindset to if you really just practice these exercise games that Leslie is talking about. I think for me personally, it's just making the right use of my influence. So what Leslie is saying and, and what I'm saying is, it's, it's, real, it's real life stuff. Lights are on, lights are off. Um, just even getting prepped for this interview today, I'm like, okay, I'm talking about mental health. I'm talking about mental health but why do I have a little anxiety about talking about mental health today, right? It's 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 crazy because it's yeah. like, wow, this is a big topic. I don't wanna blow it, but then you're overthinking. So to my point of what I'm trying to make is this is a huge topic to uh, of course talk about and uh, shed light because there are successful people that have a hard time handling success. There are people who are struggling to find that inner success. There are people that are struggling to love themselves, right? So. Uh, you know, of course, multiple different ways to grow. I believe this is a great opportunity for people to really check in with themselves and really find out where they are right now. So again, when I connected with Leslie right off the bat, it really just made me do a pop quiz on myself mentally. I'm like, okay, Um, you know, people come into your life for two reasons, right? For them to teach you or for you to teach them, or sometimes it's both ways. So it could be three different reasons. So when I'm looking at, Uh, of course, the message with Leslie. And again, I'm thinking about the previous episode I had with Alex Machuca and how big and influential he was. And I'm listening to the message that Leslie is saying today and from uh, our previous meeting. I see the true value in these exercise games because I think it's important for you to do a pop quiz. You're working five days a week you, you really don't have that time to pull off to the side of road and check your own engine light. You're constantly going. So I think this is an incredible time, especially right now during the pandemic. Going in, I don't want to get political, but especially going into an election, you want to make sure you're doing the right decision. So play these mental games, play these exercise games. You want to make sure that you make the right decision and you're making Uh, the right choices mentally for yourself as well. And you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. It's huge.
1: Well, thank you for having me on to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. People get really scared to talk about it. Like people go into a gym. They know they have to push to the pain point and they might be sore for a few days, but that's cool. We're not, we're not like that with our emotions, right? Because sometimes you'll, 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 it'll be a little painful or, or more than a little talk about stuff and you'll be sore for a few days, but everyone's scared of it. Everyone's scared of it because we're we're taught to be scared of it. We're taught by our parents, and it's intergenerational. and And most people are just scared of it. And it's sad because your your emotions give you your energy. They give you your motivation. The more the more strongly you can feel the, your emotions, the more alive you are, and the more you can feel comfortable in relationships. So it's it's an unbelievably important aspect of our lives that that go unaddressed. And. Um, you know, I'm really hoping out there, check out COVID19CPR.com for free. Get, get together with some friends, pull up some of the questions and answer them. You'll probably have the deepest conversations you've ever had with your friends in your life. And, um, you know, I'd love to have that service for you.
0: Even like, uh, again, it's even, uh, of course, you know, putting uh, a community-based, uh, r- a real community-based together uh, within your uh, circle of friends. So if you're someone who is an introvert, um, that's hard, having a real hard time uh, expressing your emotions or uh, you know getting the, getting that uh, support and need uh, this is another way for you to kind of like really break out of your shell here and go the extra mile. You have to force yourself to be uncomfortable in order for you to grow in this situation. You have to force yourself um leslie this is this is huge because um, this is something I've noticed. you know what it's October eleventh back in I don't, I, don't, I, can, I don't remember what date the pandemic started, right? But I remember it was towards the end of February and I remember where my life was and I remember mentally where I was at that time and I'm like wow it's October 11th and the months have flown by and what can you say for the people who feel that they haven't accomplished anything during this downtime that feel resentful and guiltful right now?
1: Well there's probably very few people who have accomplished nothing. So they might think they've accomplished nothing, but they're probably dealing with loss or they're dealing with their children or they're dealing with, you know, themselves and keeping surviving, right? So, you know, we got to take a deeper dive into what potentially nothing is. Everybody's thinking they're not doing enough. I mean, not everybody, but most, most people are, because they can't do what they used to do and they're having to pivot and change and and everything like that. So I would say the more gentle you can be with yourself, you know, and then set maybe goals that feel doable and fun, um, or at least doable that you can just take little steps towards. But the most important thing is if you're really hard on yourself, which most people are really hard on themselves and their worst critic, just forgive yourself. Just stop it. I mean, Life is is really hard for so many people right now. And beating yourself up and shame are completely useless. They're 100% useless. Anybody, I mean, some people think getting beat as a child helped them get disciplined. I don't agree with that necessarily. Maybe it's the exception that does, but usually it just traumatizes a child. So you're doing the same to yourself. You're traumatizing yourself further and further so i would say you know there's free mental health i think now in new york free therapy um so i think i'm i'm not i'm not 100% sure but you know get whatever help that you can get if you feel you need help play the games um and and just breathe breathe through this congratulate yourself for making it through it
0: it yeah it oh man what a chapter this uh but it, it just feels like a really bad chapter, right?
1: Um, well, it's re-traumatizing people. Yeah. People who have you know, significant old traumas or are, are have to stay in with themselves or they don't have the outlets and the, the old traumas are resurfacing.
0: Well, you know, another thing, yeah, it is, it is resurfacing and it makes you really just look at things that you really have to take care of. You have to, you, you have to face these things head on. You can't run away from it or you're going to be running the rest of your life. This pandemic has exposed a lot of strengths and weaknesses with people. It exposed a lot of weaknesses for me and a lot of my strengths. Now, when I look at my weaknesses, of course, I would definitely say mental health too, right? And I think that's just everyone right now, mm-hmm. everyone. That's not just me. Everyone, because you don't know what's gonna go on. Well, I'm a, well. for example, I'm a day trader. So I day trade a lot of four, I do Forex throughout the day, five days a week. So a lot of uh, my profits in terms of trading in the market is based on how the news goes. It's uh, Europe, <laughs> Japan, because I'm straining it's you're in exchange. So I'm constantly, I constantly have to pay attention to the news. So I can't really shut that out. So I know, if for example, if say if Trump is speaking, the market might do really well, or it might do total opposite. But politics has a huge influence in the market. So uh, that's something I never really paid attention to prior to the pandemic. Um, one another thing I never really got into was day trading. Right, podcasting, uh, my consulting business lots. Uh, towards this pandemic. I found many different ways to uh, optimize my downtime. I'm one and I'm an open book. And I've talked about this for years about uh, my struggles with mental health and uh, the things that I did to break out of that. Exercise being one, just general exercise. Getting up and moving, getting up and moving. Leslie, I tell you what, I bought a bike, right? I bought a bike on Amazon. It was 150, but it got me moving right? I'm, I'm home. It's been eight months and I'm cycling every day, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, anything to get me moving. Sometimes yeah. you have to force yourself to move. The only way for some people to move in the right direction mentally is to force you, you have to force yourself. And I had this conversation with my older brother a couple of weeks ago. I told him sometimes no one's going to come to help you. You have to help yourself. You, you, you have to find a way to help you because you're looking for the help, the help might not come.
1: Well, some people have blocks they just can't move through even to do some physical exercise or, you know, that block just stops, just stops them. And, and there's some reasons that the, that block has many bricks to it, you know?
0: You, you don't, well, you don't want to, um, I think with the pandemic as well, just being in isolation, has shown, has shown. I, I believe, hopefully, it's shown everyone not to be dependent on anyone else. If anything, you have to depend on yourself. You, I don't want to say you brought yourself into this world, but this is your life. You have, uh, you could go anywhere from here. It's really all about you know your thought process, your decision making. But if that is unhealthy and that is unstable, <laughs> it it's going to ripple affect the rest of the way. So if these exercise games can prevent you. From making a mistake that's going to have you yield for seven months, then hey, invest in, right? Uh, play these games. Uh, so Leslie, we, you know, we were talking a little bit off the record before uh, on ways to really just expand out and, and really get these games out of here. So uh, for for the audience listening. What are different ways for people to, of course, you know, uh, find these games at maybe future events, online stuff? Where can people find more?
1: Well, the website, transformationgames.com, which is spelled strangely, it's um, T-R-A-N-C-E, the number four, M-A-T-I-O-N, transformation, T-R-A-N-C-E, the number four, M-A-T-I-O-N, games.com, it's on there right now. That's my um, email address, but you can contact me. But the same, transformationgames.com, you see there, it's just um, www. That's the website. But also, if you go to the COVID-19cpr.com site, on the top right, you can click on all games, and it'll take you to the website if you want to purchase the physical games. Otherwise, you can use the free mini games that are on there. Um, there's tons of material there. Um, either way, or... or
0: so of course, um, just many ways to uh, find ways to uh, grow mentally. You know, we talked about the games, we talked about uh, general exercise. Well, one of the, the things that you know, I'm seeing, I wanna say that I'm just seeing a, a huge return from is networking and putting yourself out there and connecting with people who wanna do, I don't wanna say maybe just similar things that you wanna do, or maybe it's going in the right direction. So find maybe a new tribe, find the people that you, know, you wanna grow with, that you wanna network with, uh, people that, that spark that level of innovation with you. Uh, so when I talk to Leslie, I, for some reason, I get like, you know what I'm saying? I get like, I really get in this mode, but these are the people that you wanna be around. You wanna be around people that really challenge that, that inner aggression for you to become better, that, that, that spark that, that inspiration from you. You don't want to be around anyone that's going to kill your energy. That's going to drain your energy right now. Um, uh, For me personally, uh, one of the things that also helped me to this point was, you know, isolating myself too, right? Uh, Closing myself off because there are times where, you know, you have so many different friends, you you know, you're connecting with this one and that one. You're always checking on this one and that one. There's sometimes you need to have that conversation with yourself. You need your me time. There's nothing wrong with having your me time. It's extremely important, but you also need to put yourself out there and meet new people because there is someone right now that is waiting to meet you that can help you, or that's probably going through the same struggles that you're struggling with. And together, your struggles become strengths. So you become stronger together by putting yourself out there, by growing, by networking, exercising, trying these games, connecting with Leslie, um, and, and just really just taking it from there.
1: If anybody wants to run groups with any of the games on the free site, they can just take them. They can get a bunch of people on Zoom and they can, they can just pop the questions, have people choose different questions. Everybody answers the same question, whoever wants to, and then you go to the next question. Whenever you're done with that, you go to the next. So People can form their own groups. We were running, I don't have time right now, we were running reentry groups. We were running emotional rescue groups. They were amazing. Um, and, and addiction recovery is there as well running those groups. So um, those will probably resume in a few months. I just don't have time right now, but you can get your own groups going, invite people, have other people invite people. It's an incredible way to have these, these conversations that heal with, with other people and meet other people as well.
0: A big um, really just to piggyback on just uh, addiction, addictions in itself. You know, I was struggling with addiction of social media and I didn't, I did not know, Leslie, that it was an addiction. I am on it. I did not know how much I was on Instagram. And the funny thing about me being on Instagram, Leslie, is Instagram isn't as beneficial to my business as I thought it was, as much as I'm on Instagram compared to LinkedIn, right? So I'm like, why am I so addicted to this thing? I'm on it first thing in the morning, Phew, I'm, on my, I'm on my phone, and it, it really just became a problem. until I looked at my screen time and I'm like, oh no. Right. So after our last conversation, a real quick, funny story. Uh, I, I took a detox right afterwards. I didn't go on social media and feel great.
1: That's so great. Well, it releases endorphins. Yeah. And, and part of you is like, that's what does it. So it's right there and you can just go right to it and do it. And a ton of people are addicted to social media. Have you seen the social dilemma, the documentary? It's- it's no, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I did not really did not
0: know it was that bad. Uh, I wake up every day since I do foreign uh, exchange for Forex. I wake up some days, 3am, 4am, 5am. I'm usually up on LinkedIn first, right? I'm networking and I'm connecting on LinkedIn. Then I go to Instagram. Then I go to Facebook. Then I go to Snapchat. Then I'm on TikTok. Then I'm, on, oh <laughs> I'm all God. over the place, no. right? <laughs> and I had to, I recently <laughs> caught myself, Leslie, and I'm like, okay, this is good it, it, it's a good and a bad thing because i used you know it's so funny and it's so funny i used to doubt i used to doubt this i used to doubt my own greatness mm-hmm. my i used to lack consistency now that i have confidence and consistency it's it looks like an addiction it feels like it but after i took the step away i'm like okay I've got over a hurdle. Then I see something else appearing as well.
1: I mean, it can, it builds people's confidence or you maybe don't connect with people a lot as they start connecting with more and more people. And that's a really good use of it in meaningful ways. And they write, you know, things that matter to them, to people and support. And so that's, that's a good use of it. But when it starts destroying other relationships in your life, which often happens because people get addicted to being on it all the time, that that t- trends you know really negatively for people
0: and this is why I was talking when we had our last meeting uh if you're hypothetically speaking someone's on you know social media all day you have transformation uh games on the side you have that ad campaign going off right there you've been on instagram or linkedin all day for 7 hours play this quick 30 second game or 1 minute game check in with yourself see see if Enough's enough for social media for today. See if you could come back or, or just see mentally where you're at.
1: Well, it's best for at least 15 minutes to really have that quality. But I mean, it's certainly worth it. You can have for in two. an hour quality conversations that for two weeks worth, like people you don't get to connect with in a meaningful way, you get on you know, for an hour with a bunch of people. You can have incredibly quality, bonding, really healing conversations.
0: And really healing conversations and really going in terms of just like vulnerability and uh, putting yourself out there. I hear Gary V say this a lot. Vulnerability is a strength, right? Vulnerability is a strength. Um, expressing, you know, your, your, for me, expressing my struggle points is going to help someone else address their own struggle points. Like, oh man, I didn't know you, was dealing with mental health issues. Well, I didn't know you, had anxiety with this, right? But it's like, hey, everyone goes through it. Every like we're human beings, but it's all about how we respond to it, and we don't we 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 don't all respond to it the same way. Sometimes we don't respond at all, right? So, um, you know, to to your point, it, it's really just addressing the elephant in the room. But you want to control the fire before the fire gets out of control.
1: Well, the research shows that the main things that work for PTS, which a lot of people suffer from for many different reasons, is social support and love. And, you know, at the deepest levels, I mean, not the deepest, some people have completely shut off from that. They don't allow in social support. They don't allow in love and they've given up, right? So you don't want people in your life to get to that point. I mean, some people are teetering on that point and you gotta pull them back. Because once once they, people give up on, on connection and social connection, you know, that's a really bad way to go because that is what heals. And that it, that is what brings somebody back into life. Those are the two things that are the most important.
0: To piggyback on your point, you know, I've had, you know, me personally, I've had my experiences with it, I couldn't find my crowd. <laughs> it, it was so weird, right? You know, I grew up, um, the, my, my upbringing, uh, you know, I have seven brothers and sisters. Yeah. But my, my entire upbringing, I, I've always felt this like, where is my crowd? That was always my question. Because of my upbringing, you know, of course, growing up, uh, I't say uh, fatherless, but adopted by my aunt, because of my upbringing, it really always made me question my crowd and really made me, uh, I had to find this point of where I belong. And ever since I started doing this podcast, Leslie, I I feel like I really found my crowd. I found yeah. my my purpose, my meaning, but it really goes to the point of, Back to the first, maybe the second person I've interviewed, Larry, you know, and I said this to you the other day. Uh, the smallest fiction we tell ourselves is the fiction that we know we cannot change the world, right? We can change the world. We have influence. And it's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I this I am a product of coaching. I am a product of mental health awareness i'm a huge advocate for it uh, if i didn't get over the mental hurdles that i set for myself i wouldn't be here today i wouldn't be the man i am today so i me personally from my personal opinion i believe in in any way for anyone to grow that you have to address the hurdles that's there and your game plan to get past these hurdles and Uh, avoiding self-sabotaging yourself because that does happen as well, right? Uh, Sometimes you're blinded by your own greatness or you're intimidated by your own greatness. How can you get past this point? Uh, One of my uh, good friends, Leslie, she told me this quote. She said, Yahavi, it's okay to feel fearful, but you must feel fearful and conquer.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, to move move past the fear, but that's easier said than done, especially for a lot of people who didn't grow up with support right so they don't have that internalized support system that people who are given support by any adult figure in their life growing up have that internalized for people who never had that there's nothing there to help support them when they nothing internalized to help support them so um yeah so people have very different thresholds for dealing with fear
0: what do you see Uh, you know, mental health awareness going from this point? Where do you see transformation uh, games going from this point uh, with uh, the amount of attention that is on mental awareness
1: right now? So there's a lot of attention on it. There's a lot of money flying around uh, to well-established organizations that don't really have a, many of them don't have a plan to address it, but I'm sure they're working on it. Um, Global Citizen has funded a bunch of things. I mean, there's a lot of people working on solutions. However, I don't know anybody else who's working on something that you can work on the stuff with people in your own life and process and deal with your life experiences with people in your own life. That, that's, I think, that's my calling. That's what I would, I, I would want, um, as well as, as therapy, I think is necessary for some people, not for everybody. Um, so most of the efforts that I know about, if not all, are getting peer to, like getting people, there's the one thing, monitoring your emotional state, That got like $20 million. I don't really know what that will do. I don't mean to trash anything, but I just don't understand some of where all this money is going. Talkspace got a huge amount of money. Um there's a lot of mental health startups being financed that are tech, like all tech devices. And it's a little confusing. So I really hope, you know, we get more organic because throughout history, the way people heal is through personal contact with people who care about them. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel with this.
0: (laughs) Right, Healing from either community, they're healing from support, uh, the games, uh, people are finding ways to heal. Um, for me, you know, again, I'm, I'm healing through networking. I'm healing through connecting. I, I believe we're all healing every day. Every day is a healing process for everybody. Um, so for me, I'm healing by not procrastination, right? Um, not letting my ego get in the way. You're healing by uh, really owning the moment and owning who you are and taking that step to becoming the best version of yourself. And to your point, yeah, there is a lot of attention on just mental health awareness. There is a, there, and this is another thing that's happening as well. There is all, there's so much going on. People don't know where to look anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this person's doing this, this person's doing this. Some people it's like, wow, they're just starstruck with all the mental health awareness stuff. They don't know uh, what community to join, uh, what to sign up for, um, join something, get involved
1: Yeah, um, but as I was saying, most of the solutions that are being funded and that are coming out are tech technological yeah and I, I think I think the personal connection, you know please disagree with me, but I think I think the, the heart to heart soul soul connection is what heals so. Um, I hope I hope more comes out with more personal connection. And I space. I I hope so. I really hope so too because at the
0: end of, at, for me personally at the end of, at the end of the day, I don't know what the next person struggles with over their head. So if this podcast episode could be the episode to have someone do that next step towards a healthier and happier direction, mission complete. That like. Mission complete. That's what this is all about. Uh, it's really all about just, just really just sparking something here. So, you know, when Leslie, it, it's crazy how, um, the, the chain of connections happen, right? Leslie reached out, we connected. Now we're here. Someone's going to hear this. They're going to take pieces of information here and find ways to become better. They're going to invest into these games. Uh, they're going to invest into their mental health, right? So, uh, yeah, even going with, the, uh, with tech too you know i was showing you something offline prior to us uh you know going live leslie um even with tech right you know we see the amount of reach that you know you could have with tech right it, it's it's incredible just the level of change uh what you could do who you could connect with uh how you could get your meshes out there again for me personally it's just different ways of uh growing and finding ways to learn who you are. And I was talking to my significant other about this a uh, little earlier in the day. And I was telling her, I'm like, you know, you know, when we met, you know, I'm not the same person. I'm, really, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not that skinny kid. I'm not, right. That, that's not me. I, I was a boy then, right. That's prior to me, you know, being a dad, I have a lot more empathy now. I'm more helpful. I'm, I try to be more resourceful. I try Try to be more open.
1: Wonderful that you found these ways. I mean, a lot of people who um, have have not had the chance to evolve emotionally, right? They didn't have somebody supporting them and opening up about their feelings. Uh, They were, you know, maybe incarcerated. I mean, there's a lot of different ways where your development stops. And talking about things is what helps you shift and change and evolve and grow, right? so um a lot of people have never had that experience and they're scared of themselves so um again i mean i said that earlier but th- this is a way gently to speak to your comfort level and s- little by little learn how to open up more and more and more in a compassionate environment or where it's gentle a lot of people have shame they have shame because they know that they're not evolved and it's not their fault but they feel they're going to be judged and blamed and judged. <laughs> I know I just said that, but really judged for not being, you know, really able to express themselves or really able to open up because they've never done it in their life and there's all kind of blocks against it. So, you know, you got to start somewhere and you got to like, know it's okay to not look cool, not look, you know, perfect and cool and, 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 articulate and all that, because it's a struggle.
0: Huge struggle. And um, one of my, shade, one of my previous guests mentioned this, it's comparison. You're consistently comparing yourself. You're never going to be happy. It's healthy in, in some degree to compare yourself. There is somewhat healthy competition, but to compare yourself is you're going to consistently going to put yourself down.
1: Well, there's another word, compare, another saying, compare us to despair.
0: I love that, Leslie, I'm going to use that to uh, uh, compare as the despair. There, there is this quote, um, um, be yourself, everyone else is taken, right? So we all have something to contribute uh, some way, somehow, and, and it's all about, I believe people are puzzles, right? And we're a puzzle ourselves. So when you connect with people, it's like you're connecting puzzles to yourself. So you're going to meet different people with different puzzle pieces, Right, so for me personally, one of my personal beliefs, what I'm learning from having a podcast like the St. Clair Speak show is every single guest has presented a specific different puzzle in front of me. Uh, Leslie, for you, it's been mental health awareness, right? And the, and the importance of that and the value of, of course, uh, addressing your mental health, um, owning that, finding ways to, be, uh, to become better, not feeling shameful whatsoever as well, right? And really addressing, another thing, addressing addiction issues, too. You don't want to get to the point where, um, of course, I'm going to let you come in, Leslie. You don't want to get to the point where you're using substance abuse as a crutch. You know, Leslie, working on the streets of Times Square, New mm-hmm. York City, like the grind and the grit, I've seen it. I've seen it all. I, I can tell you this now. I've seen it all from people all over the world. I've seen it. And you don't want to be someone that is, uh, uh, you know, you're using these addictions as a crutch. You don't want to, uh, you know, hold on to these addictions like, oh, I, I'm only functional if I do this. No, you're functional if you believe in yourself. You're functional if, if you believe that you can move forward. You're functional if you believe that you could overachieve these things. So I don't want to say, I, I do want to say this, put down your addiction and pick up your ambition, right? Put down your habit and pick up your hustle find ways to become better. Don't be the victim, be the victorious, be victorious in, in, in these moments. Because last year, Leslie, I was at a point where I had 11 cents to my name, right? I had a newborn, my daughter was four months old. I quit my nine to five job because I had to be a stay at home dad so I could build my business. So I had to go through turbulence for a while. And I there, there was a time period during that transition, Leslie, where I was like, maybe I made a mistake right? I felt resentful. I felt guiltful. And I had all this pressure because I don't want to say, oh, it's not even about just being a parent, right? Just being a parent just makes you a leader and knowing that you have to provide and you have to find some way somehow. And I talk about it in my book about finding my faith, grace under pressure, right? Darkness introduces you to your own light. So, you know, I've been there before, I, I were back against the wall. I've been there before. Leslie, I was on 42nd and 7th Avenue, crying, crying in tears because I couldn't leave the corner until I made a sale. It was 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday. But this was like, what, seven, nine, 10 months ago, right? But I've been to that point and I grinded and I gritted out of that point. And there's times where you get, you're you're gonna feel like that without the support mm-hmm. system. So if you, if you, if you could do it with the support system, do it with the support system. But if you don't do it, but you know, uh, like you said, you need that support system. You you need that. And without my support system, Leslie, I can tell you this now, I don't know if I would have made it right without my siblings, without the tough love too. And that's another thing you need tough love. So I don't want to ramble, but you need tough love too.
1: Well, what you're talking about is very, very complex and many multifaceted. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I've been there too, you know, thank God I'm in a good place now, but I was up for eviction a bunch of times and broken inside and not knowing how to, how to make anything work. And um, yeah, you just have to, you have to keep striving. You can't give up, but it's uh, (laughs) without a support system. Yeah. I, I don't even... I have such compassion for people who don't, and I worked in foster care for 20 years. I I signed off on over a thousand adoptions and just the most beautiful children, right? Who come into foster care and thank God for, you, you know, some, the adoptive homes are usually very good, but for a lot of them, they're just in the system. And, you know, you get so broken. How do you, how do you come out of that? So um, I'm having a hard time gathering my thoughts because I know I wanted to address a few of your points. You said, you said so many things I want to address. Um, as a therapist, right, we don't do any motivational talk except at, at the right moment. At the right moment, mostly it's letting people be broken and helping them talk through their brokenness. Because no matter how much people who are really broken try and and try to motivate, they can't, there's too many broken places. So I don't know anything else that can fix that except going through a therapeutic process of some kind or having the conversations they need to have to start putting those pieces back together again, right? And But then there's a lot of people who are not broken but they need motivation and they need those motivational talks and they need to hear that motivation. They can make a lot out of it. So we're all in a very different place internally with all that stuff and i guess i'm talking so much about the brokenness because i don't want anyone feeling shame who listens to this i think a lot of people when they hear the motivational things they feel shame because they can't do it right um but then there's a lot of people who can they've had enough support that they are a little broken and the motivation really can tap in and and lift them up so we're all in a different place i just i just hate for anybody to have a shame because they can't move forward
0: so true and for me personally I think men have a real hard time talking about that you don't want to seem like uh, the unmasculine man you don't want to feel like oh man like right so there I'm I, I can't speak for all the men across the world but a lot of men are really having a hard time opening up about their emotions from the mental health perspective.
1: Well, that's why I really want the social network with my hundred games on there. There'll be one for man talk because I'm telling you, with the prison reentry game and the gang game, men open up and keep it real. They really open up and they love it. There's a ton of videos on my websites with them talk, with people talking about it. They really really open up and it's beautiful and it gives them that space where where there is no shame. They're with their peers. They hear each other opening up and that gives them the courage to open up more. And I'm not just saying open up for the sake of opening up, you know, that, why would you do that? Why would you take the risk to do that? Because it heals and it connects and it bonds and you feel real and authentic and, and heard and validated, which every human being and understood, which every human being needs to feel relief and to feel like they can move forward
0: tell you what, Leslie, I don't, I don't really talk about my mental, I don't really address my mental health. <laughs> I really don't talk about it as much. Right? But see the
1: games, you don't talk about your mental health. You talk about so many things like I'll throw out one of 700 questions from the keep it real game. Um, what's the emotion? What's an emotion you have difficulty handling? Everybody will answer the same question around the circle, which is all the games. So somebody might say love because they're scared to death of love because they're abused. Somebody else rage. I mean, everybody's going to have a different or you know, reason that they're scared of certain emotion. Another question, uh, do you feel you're normal? Why, why not? Well, nobody does, but then they get to talk about it and everyone's laughing. So you're addressing really important, deep stuff people wouldn't usually talk about and everyone's laughing. And another really important question, how do you handle rejection? Everybody's dealing with it. And people who get in trouble with the law often, and there's there's all kinds of reasons people get, let me take that back a minute, involved in law and there's a lot of racism involved. But Rejection can set off rage and people act out on all kinds of ways because of rejection, especially if it's repeated rejection and get you in a lot of trouble. So it's super important to have these conversations. And then you also hear other people are handling it. So if you're hearing from your peers how they handle rejection, it gives you a lot of guidance and support you wouldn't get otherwise and how you might then start to handle it. There's also fun drawing, funny stuff, really funny interactions. So you're also really laughing and getting relief. So it's really easy. And then like the prison game, um, the, how have you been impacted by your incarceration? And everybody will answer. Or how, how do you think your loved ones felt about your incarceration? Everybody will answer. So you're not directly talking about mental health. You're talking about all kinds of things that are impacting your mental health in a, in a way where you speak to your comfort level and where um, you say as much or as little as you want with each question, you don't even have to answer, you can choose something else. There's hundreds of questions in every game. It's really easy.
0: A great great point too, that you mentioned, you don't ask them right away about like, how's your mental health? You're asking them questions
1: around that. I think that's really good too. Well, you're rolling dice, you're moving on a board or else you've got to, card deck, got drawing paper. I mean, they're games, physical games. So, and then COVID, you just have all the questions there and everybody just picks questions that they want to answer. So, um, yeah, it's enjoyable. And games, your defenses are down. You can play with family members.
0: I think more now than ever, um, we all need it. So, for, for everyone listening, tuning in, uh, streaming this episode of, of course, you know, the St. Clair Speaks Your Podcast, uh, really just find ways to grow mentally. Uh, really, I want you to do this. Do me a huge favor. If there's anything, do me this solid. Really look into transformation games and really practice these games. And, really ask yourself, okay, how do I feel afterwards, right? What are the things that you're taking away from this? And, and grow from here. I don't want you to just, you know, just stream another episode of a podcast and don't take away the information. I always say, what good is information if you don't apply it? So apply this information today. If it could help you uh, get over the hurdle that you were struggling with for eight months, great, then let's do it, right? Leslie, I was struggling with, um, and this was something I, was show, I showed you right before we started, I was struggling with, uh, I think, real estate before. I think it was rejection. So going back to your point about some people don't know how to handle rejection well. um, Most. (laughs) Most, right? So it was to the point, and for me, real estate started back in January. But for a couple months, I would say, maybe like three or four months, the fear of rejection got so bad, I did nothing at all. And when, and I kid you not, I think it, it wasn't the other day. I think it was last week. I just went over, I just, I gave myself a nudge over the cliff. Leslie, you know what I did? Flew Like I, I just literally just flew. Right. But I, and I'm not going to beat myself about it. I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I was just so mad about the four months I let go by overthinking it, it, I was overthinking about the smallest things, Leslie, four months of idle time that I can't get back. And then I started to feel resentful. And I'm like, Nope, 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 Nope. I'm over it. That was it.
1: But You got over it. Four months isn't in the scheme of things is not so long. I mean, a lot of people struggle with that forever. Right. Right. It is
0: crazy. It but is that, crazy.
1: Right. And that turns to all kind of destructive behavior because if they're scared to put themselves out in a positive way because of rejection, they're scared of rejection. This happens very often. They're going to get involved in, you know, a lot of things are going to hurt them. Just, to, just, just to avoid that, just to avoid rejection.
0: It's such, such a crazy, such a crazy feeling. I'm doing, I'm doing something that I want to do, but for some odd reason, I was feeling fearful of the rejection. I yeah. never was fearful yeah. of the rejection when people rejected me in the streets when I was selling them comedy tickets mm-hmm. for, for some odd reason. I think for me personally, it wasn't the rejection. It was just the fear of stepping into the unknown. So whenever you're doing something new, yeah, you're going to feel a little fearful about it, right? So I think it was a little bit of that too. So me addressing that. Um, but yeah, definitely rejection as well.
1: And... Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna go into it. You were on a podcast, but I would ask you like what were the all the internal messages that you might have have going on in, you know unconsciously or in your I you know,
0: it's funny because I was thinking of me messing it up so bad. It was the fear of failure for me. <laughs> it was just like me thinking of any worst possible outcome till I got to a point where it's like, okay. Even if it was bad, I still did it. And when it was bad, they still responded in a better way than I thought they would. Yeah. And then when I got started, uh, my mentor, Blake, he, um, he told me something the other day. He was like, you know what you should start doing, Javi? Record everything when you're doing your real estate uh, content, and your real estate calls. It's going to give you accountability. Then I want you to go back and just look at everything. Listen to yourself. Study everything. Body language, tone of voice, everything then I realized, I'm like, I just can't believe I was in my own way. It, it's, and that's just everyone too. I'm sure I'm not yeah, the only one that yeah. feels this way, but I, I, I feel like I put my family at risk for those months because I was doubting my own capability of doing the smallest thing. And again, that's just everyone as well. That's just not me, but so. Yeah, I mean, powerful,
1: Um thing I came across was somebody said successful people are not scared of failure so they'll put themselves out if they fail they're nice to them they don't attack themselves they're like okay get back up you know that's like they can they can put themselves out because they're not scared of failure they're not it's a hard place to get to but I keep that in mind Cause how can you take a risk if you're gonna like, feel like you're gonna be destroyed, if you fail or it doesn't come out well or, right?
0: That is that is something that, um, I want say that was something I was struggling with, but uh, parts of it was, okay, like, you know, pursuing the entrepreneurship uh, route, just, you know, full on, if, if this doesn't work, then what? There is no then what, this has to work, right? So what needed to happen must happen. Um, mm-hmm. And then there is the entire world, all right. Everything else going around us. So we all could control our own lives, but we can't control there that you know the outside, right? So uh, to control our narrative in this sense of owning the moment, right, uh, becoming the best version of ourselves uh, mentally, it, everything else is going to fall in line. is a huge ripple effect. So I, I I am not surprised. My business at one point was doing terribly wrong. Mentally, I was doing terribly wrong. I personally did not want the responsibility if mentally I just wasn't in the right position to take care of everyone that I was working alongside with at that time.
1: Well, congratulations on your determination and pulling yourself out of it. And yeah, it's, it's scary. People are depending on you and you're starting something new and
0: it is, it is it is, scary, but the scariest thing of all is not trying. I can't live with that. And I think, Leslie, that's yeah. what's pushing me more. And yeah. talking to you about it now, it, 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 it's it's something that needs to be talked about because this is something that I experience every day. Again, I'm at this desk. Our bed's right here. 5 a.m., I'm rolling out woof, right in the recording, right? I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> Good morning, right? I'm, I'm, I'm starting the day with an inspiring post. I'm on I got uh, real estate over here. I got the forex thing going over here. St. Clair speak, share prospects, uh, consulting clients. I'm consistently going, right? But, you know, there's, there, I need that checking time. I need my me time. I, I recently started doing this, Leslie, and I've seen a huge return on investment emotionally for myself. Just spending time with myself, right? Just really getting to know your hobby. I like, there were a time, I didn't know who I was, Right. I was trying to connect with this old version of me that no longer exists. Yeah. And those, th- th- those little versions, th- that guy's gone. Right. And I think part of it too, Leslie, that I was struggling, I don't say I was struggling with it, but there was a little struggle. There were people that was, I think, latched on and attached on to this old version of me, right. Yeah. me, me being the personal trainer, Yahavi, the personal trainer, right? Versus uh, the self-published author, uh, the consultant, right? Podcast host, uh, real estate investor, right? So I think it was that too. And part of me was letting go of the personal training life, right? I had a lot, I've one of the struggles that I had, Leslie, and I can tell you this now, was uh, letting go of all of the personal training clients that I've, you know, impacted, right? I've helped people with 20 pound weight loss journeys, 50 pounds, hundred pounds. I changed their lives forever. And then I just upped and left and said, okay, I'm going to pursue speaking. So there was, there was a little, uh, I would say friction of energy there because I felt it. Yeah. And I known it, right. Yeah. The, my coach is my health and fitness coach is leaving me to pursue his dreams. How dare him, how dare him want better for himself. So for me, I, had I don't wanna say I became, damn, I didn't expect this conversation to go this way, Leslie. I had to, I think for me, uh, I went like hero to villain for a little bit, right? Hero to villain a little bit because I made this uh, a selfish decision at the time, it looked like a selfish decision maybe mm-hmm. if they viewed it, mm-hmm. to, to pursue something larger than myself. I knew I could impact the world uh, beyond just health and fitness. Mm -hmm. In speaking as well, and uh, if you would ask me, was it worth it? I'll tell you now, two years later, well worth it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at the risk I took and I can honestly say it paid off, right? I'm talking about mental health awareness. I'm talking about not saying that health and fitness doesn't matter, but what we're talking about today matters. And if I didn't take that risk two years ago, Leslie, quitting uh, the fitness corporation job, I wouldn't have, you know, published my first book, right? I wouldn't have been talking about
1: your
0: book. It's called sweats to suits by Yahabi St. Clair. It's about self-improvement and transformation undercover. You see a uh, little uh, scriptures and words that I say all the time, like FCA faith, confidence, action. You got to have faith in what you're doing. You got to be confident in what you're doing. You got to take action. You know, I talk about, you know, don't, don't sleep on yourself. Right. Being me brought me here. You know, my personality brought me here. Uh, me and Leslie connected uh, through my Fiverr webinar presentation that I got through networking and connecting. Every opportunity that I have today and that's ever been presented in front of me, I've gotten through connecting. So to connect with Leslie, mm-hmm. Leslie, you've been a huge influence. So I mm-hmm. got to give you your flowers right now. I gotta well, give you your have flowers. to play.
1: You have to play the couples game with your with well, your wife. That's how you'll I, reward me. I will play the
0: couples game. <laughs> I will play the couples game. I have to tell you about the real outcome. I'm not going to tell you about it on the record, right? Okay. So I, okay. Got, I got to. Come, I got. I'm going to become better, right? So um, <laughs> it, it, it's really it. It really is exciting because you know you meet people, and we often doubt our level of influence. We doubt our our impact to the world. But I showed you something off the record again, Leslie. Before we we started going. And that was something I got from my previous uh, guest, Alex Machuca. So Alex, big shout outs to you. Uh, But what he helped me do was just set up my business for success for months to come. Uh, Leslie, what you did today, um, what we did the previous days and just talking about mental health awareness, I just really think uh, the timing is right. The timing is right. The month is right. The message is right. Uh, I think there's no better person to do this than you. Oh, there's no better person Leslie because you reached out to me and I think for for me personally I really needed uh sometimes all you need is that one person to believe in you. So that sometimes that's all you need, right? You just need that that one little piece of support that I could just say, "Okay, you know what? I can actually do this," right? So for you to reach out to me from the uh, from the consulting perspective and looking at uh, transformation games, this is why I wanted to bring you on the St. Clair Speak Show and talk about these things and and talk about what you do a little bit more to share a little bit more insight to be more resourceful, right? If I know I can't help you in this area, great. Let's let's go here and let's shine here, right? So we're going to shine together, and hopefully, someone listening to this episode could take some things away that could.
1: Uh, you know, of course, you know, become better. Well, I reach right out because of your grit and your energy and you're clearly really, really want to help whoever you're going to be working with to the best of your ability. And I sense, I felt that and that's very rare. That's very rare. So I want to give you some kudos for that. I don't often reach out from these things. So it's really
0: me finding, it's finding my purpose. And I believe, and again, it goes back to my point. You know, you're going to meet people in your life that comes with little pieces of a puzzle for the larger puzzle in your life, right? So, uh, you know, me connecting with you just shows me more things that I need to uh, focus on for myself. But also more things that we all need to pay attention to. Not just the yes. hobby, St. Clair. Everyone listening, Brandon, right? Brenda, whomever, everyone listening should, Uh, of course, pay attention to these things because uh, suicide awareness, right? We talked about this offline before, Leslie. We Mm -hmm. had a really deep conversation. And the crazy thing is, and I'm thinking about merging this because I actually have our, well, pieces of uh, our conversation uh, talking about mental health awareness, right? So um, ways to grow is accountability. Ways to grow is identifying the problem. Ways to grow is, of course, you realizing, okay, maybe this is uh, the opportunity for me to grow. Maybe I'm hearing this message uh, for a reason, right? So don't overlook this episode. Uh, Find ways for you to, of course, maybe go back and play back. Oh, Leslie said this at uh, 20 minutes. Let me jot this down. Or maybe (laughs) I should go look in this, but really, really study this, really study this. I've studied all of my previous podcast episodes found ways for me to be a better podcast host, right? Like, for example, here's one tip. Um, Really listening to what my guests are saying. If there are cars driving past, mute my microphone, right? Not picking up on that audio. But that's me studying myself. So what I'm telling you, study yourself. Find ways to become better because we all have ways to improve. Just pay attention to yourself.
1: Or at least let you give yourself the opportunity to engage in a more vulnerable way where what's going on inside can be released and move around and shift. So it's not just stuck inside of you and hurting you, right? Like those wounds need air. They need air and they need caring. And when people listen to you and hear you, when you get to express, that's very healing to, to your inner wounds and this
0: is what we kind of talked. we talked about, we, we talked about different um, possibilities in terms of just uh, collaborating uh, before, but this is why I want to be a, a really strong advocate for transformation games, because for me personally, I don't wanna say I walk the walk, I talk to talk, but mentally, uh, mental health, if I don't address that, I'm not in this chair right now. I'm not in this position right now. And uh, there is i have a cup here that is just symbolic to me because because of coaching because of mental health awareness because of uh being a support system for people who are struggling with suicidal uh thoughts and suicidal awareness right so i am a firm believer in uh that people are powerful right you're as strong as your connection so when leslie reached out to me I seen that sign, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna run with it. Let's go Leslie, but we're going this way. You wanna know why we're going this way with this? Because people need to hear this right now. People need this message right now. People need to grow from this right now. Um, There's a lot of change going on. Uh, There's a lot of pain going on. There's a lot of trauma going on. Uh, Sometimes we don't know how to respond to that, right? Uh, What outlet do we go to? Um, Where are the communities being created? Uh, Who can I turn to? What exercises can I try? So Leslie, when you when you presented this opportunity to me, I, I'll tell you this right off the bat. I said, "Okay, let's go, let's go." Thank you. What 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 we could do from here? It goes beyond the St. Clair speaks podcast. We talked we talked a ton off the record. So I'm not even just saying this because it's the bright lights, but we talked about this off the record. But for me personally. Yeah, you're gonna go ahead go ahead I'm sorry yeah I, I want I want to do more and personally what I've learned from every single person that I've connected with on this podcast and this is why I took the month break was be, be, because of uh, the position I'm in now to help other people I'm not in a position where it's like okay I I'm, re, I'm profiting from everyone Emotionally, of course, just by connecting, right? And I'm profiting off just connections, but I don't want to just profit for my own gain. I want to profit emotionally and help you profit emotionally by streaming this episode, by uh, showing you uh, these people that had these resourceful games that could help you in a positive light. So if you know Yahavi Sinclair, and Yahavi Sinclair knows Leslie Robinson, great, you're, con- you're now connected to Leslie Robinson. And that's how the chain goes. So my goal, Leslie, was to really just, again, re- make the proper use of my influence. And when I look back at my old episodes, previous episodes, I could honestly say that I didn't make the right use. And that's just me being 100% honest, right? And really being a leader. And there are leaders right now that are intimidated with the position that that they have in front of them. So it's really just owning what's in front of you.
1: Mm -hmm. Or striving as much as you can and being able to grow through it. Right. So what when you were talking about challenges people face, there's a loss and remembrance game on the free um, COVID-19 CPR.com site. I played it a bunch of times. It's really, really powerful in helping to talk about the person you lost. Um, So please, if people out there are dealing with loss, please, uh, the loss and remembrance game should really help. Also, if people are listening and you want to start your own group with the free games. um, Please contact me and I'll walk you through, you know, how to open up the group, set a safe space, set ground rules so everybody feels safe so that you can start your own group with any of the games. I'd love to do that.
0: I think the the best, I think this is the perfect time for people to do the games, especially with uh, the holidays coming up. So if anyone is thinking about a holiday gift for loved ones right now during probably one of the darkest times in history, I think Transformation Games is a place to start with a gift that actually gives right and it's not just a gift it's exactly (laughs) so you open it monday you open it thursday you might feel different right so i think um so leslie let's actually you know this is great since we're talking about it um a gift that gives so if someone is looking at transformation games right now if they're looking at a gift for you know christmas or black friday uh where can they find these games and uh if in terms of just budget if someone is like "Ah, oh, you know what i don't have this much to spend or i have this much to spend or even even also what's the right age demographic for someone to give a gift to a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old well these games just
1: eventually i do one for younger children but these are all for like 12 and up. yeah yeah i mean down the road and when i do hopefully the social network platform um, which will be what social media really should be—is where we connect in deeply authentic, meaning and meaningful ways with each other. Rather, there's a lot of bullying and all kind of stuff going on on, the, on mm-hmm. posturing and, you know. So I'm I'm hoping to launch that, but um, transformationgames.com, T, uh, like the spelling that you see up there, um, we will have the different games. You scroll down each game, you click learn more, it goes to its own site where you can purchase it and learn a lot more about the game with all kind of testimonials and videos and information. You can reach out to me with any questions. If you really want one and can't afford the price, uh, let me know, I, I will work with you. Um, yeah, so that's where you can get them. Also the free site, the free site is great. And you can click on the right-hand side and uh, transformation game circle, it'll take you to the website.
0: I think this is, um, I'm thinking of 13 reasons why, because of the fact that I think this is a very important game for parents to play with their kids, yeah. especially kids that are getting bullied in school. I I think that's something that that's something we didn't even get to touch on. We didn't get to talk about, but the huge significance in that, um, Leslie, if you want to you know, touch on that.
1: Well, As I said, the games don't specifically, I want to do one for bullying specifically, but right now the Keep It Real game really helps people to open up about everything. So the questions are phrased in a way that people will often just go into all different tangents off of one question. So um, there's a mini game of Keep It Real on the free site. There's also the um, coronavirus emotional rescue game where you can talk with your children and and younger children actually for this one. You can choose the questions that relate all about what you're dealing with around the coronavirus. The lost game is also good for children and younger children. You'll choose the ones you think that your child can answer. That's an excellent game for that because a lot of younger children have lost family members and friends. so there's a bunch of games on the free site that address all these issues.
0: Emotion, emotional evolution. That's what it's yeah. all about. Emotional yeah. evolution. Um, this was an incredible episode of the St. Clair Speech Show podcast. I am like usually towards the end of my episodes, um, like I'm ready to close out, but I, I'm just like, I'm really taking away um, this talking points with to Leslie today. And I'm, I'm thinking, Leslie, I'm pretty sure we're going to have tons of conversations of online.
1: Course. Of course. Um,
0: yeah, just, just ways of me personally. I'm really inspired by this interview because I'm like, okay, that was cool. Now, what else can I do to bring more awareness here? So what, what I, I want... think
1: that's incredible.
0: No, no, go ahead, Leslie. I'm just saying that's incredible.
1: So what I want to work with you and we'll talk offline is I'm going to start the podcast, Breaking Trauma, Busting Stigma. And each episode, each show podcast, we have people, you know, one will be a few people who have been incarcerated, had been incarcerated. One will be people who have been in the gang life or so are. One will be police officers. One will be, it'll be all different domestic violence on and on and on where people will ask questions from the games that help people open. So you'll see what the game actually does. When we'll be breaking trauma and busting stigma, people are gonna be talking for real about everything they're dealing with in a really vulnerable way, um, straight from the game. So I'm looking forward to you helping me with that.
0: That is, um, that's something I'm, I'm, I am really excited guys. I'm excited for, um, I think for me personally, I'm just really, I'm excited to have this conversation. I believe this, this conversation happening today is it's incredible because there's a quote, but the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, just planting the seed today. Uh, we're going to have a forest. I'm I'm sure, especially during the holiday season, I think personally, really putting a lot more light on mental health awareness. A lot of people are lonely during the holidays. Um, Wow. I am inspired. This is the St. Clair Big Show.